Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now, let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today, we're welcoming program author David Torrey, and he is the author of Retribution, The Stanfield Chronicles. Before I bring in today's guest, a quick reminder that selected interviews are available at our website, as well as on TV in the Roku channel and Amazon Fire TV. David, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Well, tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I was born in the United Kingdom in 1942, and I entered the computer industry in 1962. And I was in the industry, first of all, in the UK, then in different parts of the world, finishing up in the United States in 1980. My career continued in the computer industry until 1995, at which time I left and I started the Essex County Community Foundation in Massachusetts, which I was a part of until 2011. After that, I started writing. So tell us about your book. The book came from research I was doing into the origins of community-based philanthropy, and I found very quickly that the research ended up in learning about the history of New England, which I hadn't been told and most of my friends weren't aware of. And so from that research, I decided to write a story. The story was told from the point of view of a young man called Isaac Stanfield, who became enmeshed in the spying and intrigue around the original attempts to create settlements in New England. What I call the pilgrims were merely pawns to a much wider game. And Isaac Stanfield becomes the observer, the narrator, the participant in the activities, the events, and the people that made that happen. Now, who did you write your book for specifically? Who's your target audience here? The book was written for readers 16 upwards, male and female, who enjoy historical fiction and stories about adventures. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? It's all about perseverance in the face of adversity. So if you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? That's a, that's a good question. I think it's the need to get answers to questions. Always question what you read and what you hear and find out and don't just accept what you're being told. Continue to investigate and find the real answers to the questions that arise when you're told something. Be skeptical. Find the answers that satisfy you. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? What got me really going in writing the book was Mayflower by Nathaniel Philbrick. He wrote a wonderful history about the origins behind the establishment of the separatists and their desire to go to the new world. And it was reading that book that I started asking questions which were not covered in the book, which really got me into the investigation about what happened beyond what Nathaniel Philbrick wrote about in his book. But that was the one that drove me in that direction. So why did you write this book? I was surprised that the questions that I raised weren't answered in any other book. And I wanted to be able to provide those answers 
advised by friends of mine who I talked to about the research I was doing. And they said, you should really let more people know about this because it's compelling information I would like to receive. Now, in that, I didn't want to just write a history book. I wanted to write a story involving an individual growing up, the development of that individual, but told in the context of all this information that I was gathering about what really happened behind the original settlements in New England. So how did you go about doing that research? I never went to university, so the idea of doing research for any paper was something which was foreign to me. When I started, I just read some books and I went on the internet to ask some questions. Or I went to books that I was advised to read and I went to the bibliography of those history books to find out where they got their information from. And then I would research those and again, going down all sorts of rabbit holes till I found sources of information which actually provided me with the answers. So the research, ultimately, I had something like four and a half, four hundred thousand words written down about all the research I was doing. And then I had to turn around and say, well, how do I make use of all this research? How do I cut this down so I can tell a compelling story? Now, you mentioned that this was more political than we've heard in the past. Can you tell us more about that? The original idea was that the separatists were being persecuted, went to Leiden in Holland, and then because they were unhappy in Holland, they got a boat and they sailed off on the Mayflower to New England. In fact, they thought they weren't going on the Mayflower to New England. They thought they were going on the Mayflower to the Hudson River. The political activity that went on that resulted them going to New England all came about because of the need to ensure the land that had been established in New England as part of the overall English acquisition of that part of North America needed occupancy, needed people to occupy it, not just to have a possession on a legal basis. The political attempts at trying to ensure that that particular area of North America was protected required occupancy. And it was very, very difficult to achieve that occupancy when it was known that there was an attempt by the separatists to go to North America. There was a lot of intrigue behind ensuring that they went to the place that was most needed to ensure that the New England occupancy would take place. That they actually occupying the land as opposed to just owning it from a legal point of view. So there was the political machinations went on went between the people who had the Virginia settlements in the south, the Dutch who owned the land around the Hudson, the people who owned the northern part, which is New England now, the French coming in from Canada who also wanted to acquire that land. That's why occupation was so important. So what is your background? Well, my background is one of computing. I was in the computer industry for 35 years. I came with my family here to continue my computer career. I ran a software company in Cambridge from 1988 to 1995. And when I retired from that, I became involved in philanthropy. My wife had started a nonprofit in Lawrence with two friends, bringing art education to the inner city kids in Lawrence. From that, I was persuaded that there were other nonprofits that needed my help, which I was involved in board development and business management from my background in the business. And as a result of that, I was persuaded to start a community foundation supporting all the communities in the area in which we live. And that went on until 2011. So what can you tell us about this genre and why you decided to write in this genre? 
I've always loved history. When I was very young, I was at a boarding school in England, which had a very, very good library. And in that library, there was a lot of books written by a gentleman by the name of G.A. Henty, who wrote stories about particular events and people in history, and all told from the perspective of a young man who became engaged in, observed, and participated in those events. This intrigued me, the idea of telling history from an interesting perspective, from a person who was actually participating in it and observing what was going on while he was going through that. So when I came to write a book about what I uncovered, I used that background to write it as a form of an historical account or an account of an historical series of events told from the perspective of a young participant and who becomes the narrator and the central character in those events. So the events become background of the life story, if you like, of the individual, but very, very much integrated with what actually happened, with an explanation of what happened and why it happened. So are your characters pure fiction or did you draw from people you know in real life? I'm talking always about real people, but I've populated the book with a lot of fictional characters in order to fill out the story. I have that in the back of my mind, the axiom that never let facts get in the way of a good story. The important thing was to tell the story, which is based on factual information and factual people. But the individual Isaac Stanfield is more really myself fitting into the story and telling the story as though I was the person that was actually engaged in it. So yes, Isaac Stanfield, if you like, is the personification of me in those circumstances as a young man growing up, using other people as props, fictional people as props, but also describing and talking about the real characters that actually drove the events that happened. So in your opinion, who should buy your book? Anyone who's interested in history, Anyone who actually likes a good sea adventure, specifically anyone who is interested in the early history of North America. Do you have a website? Yes, I do. It's davidtoryauthor.com. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been David Torrey, and he is the author of Retribution, The Stanfield Chronicles. David, thanks very much for being with us today. Thank you. Thanks, Don, very much. I appreciate the opportunity. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Go out there, buy the book today, and please share this interview with your friends so that they, too, have the opportunity to discover our guests and their work. The Author Show can be accessed at any time at theauthorshow.com. Selected interviews can also be found on major platforms like Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, and many more. And whether you're an author who would like to be featured or a reader in search of new books to read, The Author Show is a great place to start. Check us daily as we continue to introduce wonderful authors of very interesting books on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.